de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to De Colores Radio. This is episode 45. How are we doing? Yeah. Today, the day we are recording, is November 20th, which is Transgender Day of Remembrance. I wanted to take a moment to highlight what this is and then take a brief moment of silence. So as quoted by the founder of the day, the Transgender Day of Remembrance seeks to highlight the losses we face due to anti-transgender bigotry and violence. This is a quote from her. I am no I am no stranger to the need to fight for our rights and the right to simply exist is first and foremost. With so many seeking to erase transgender people, sometimes in the most brutal ways possible, it is vitally important that those we lose are remembered and that we continue to fight for justice. So I wanted to take a moment to remember the transgender people who have been injured, hurt, killed. I don't know what the proper word is. Um, murdered um and obviously within that range there's the black trans community it faces a lot more than than basically how every other white supremacist issue works even in this community um so let's take a moment of silence for that All right. Thank you. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin. And with me is my dear co-host, Rafa, Ralph, Rafael Tamayo. Rafa, Reganera product. Oh, he back. I'm back. Product. He had to clarify. <laughs> Shout out to Susie, Lil Susie Vert. Shout out to Gary. Oh, my God. No Gary affiliation or advertisement of the Reagan administration simply a product of it right because like fuck ronald reagan forever but yeah i'm from that we're still facing what he did the damage um but hi how are you i'm hanging in there you sounded a little bit rough at that intro i did sabes por qué me dicen rough rough rider porque soy perro Oh my God! Uh, we had too much deep Eddie. We did. That's so sad. I was like, I'm not gonna probably drink today, and here I'm I am. I'm not gonna probably drink. And here I am dropping cheez its on my titties. So, <laughs> <laughs> Pat, why'd you have to make a face like you don't know who I am by now? <laughs> I mean, because I didn't know that happened. Rafa saw it, it happen. I, I started laughing here. because I thought I, I played it off and was by myself. You didn't. <laughs> Cause she's wearing a maroon shirt, so that cheese it pops. <laughs> and if you know, if you've ever been to dinner with Eva, oh my god, okay. Then even if you haven't, you just see me on my Instagram. I true. show my stains all the time. Yeah, so it's really sad. Shout out to Elva that got me my Tide stick. Aww. Um, the madness never stops. Basically, since our podcast began, aka after Trump was elected and inaugurated. The world has yet to find a chill moment. However, we are here, and I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy, into how we are feeling right now, into the reality of our existence. I've gotten really good at this. 
pretty funny thank you that's right we're translating our feelings in the best way we know how memes it's time for me mood yippee what you got so this is kind of a throwback i guess i don't the video's old it is but um i showed it to eva pat i'll have to show it to you later but there's this clarence the puppet and he's already laughing One. he's like he's like in new york he's at a um it sounds like he's in the new bronx york, right? no i'm just kidding somewhere but he's, yeah he's, he's definitely in new york he's talking to a guy and the guy's like get this camera out of my face and he's like oh but you're walking towards the camera and so they go back and forth the music gets really dramatic and he's like you know it's funny that you want me to get the camera out of your face, but you're walking towards the camera you verbally want to repel. And so towards the end, it gets like super dramatic. And he's like, please stop pointing your face at my camera. It's so dumb. <laughs> Pat, you know what the puppet looks like? Like one of the little STDs from Dave Chappelle's episode. Ew. Do you know what I'm yes, talking about? they're ugly. Do you know what I'm talking about? The I little do. like puppets? Yeah. That's what that looked Very like ugly. to me. Yeah. Anyways, so... You like that video. It's hilarious. It's from like World Star Hip Hop 1999. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like the puppet at the end when he says, stop pointing your face at my camera. So dumb. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So that is Rafa's me mood and my me mood. This meme has been circling the interwebs and I didn't know how much I had in common with it until I realized a few days ago that I make this face a lot myself. That is the Pikachu meme. The surprise little Pikachu meme where his mouth is open. That's a good one. And he's like shocked. Um, Shout out to Christian. Shout out to Christian for just spreading the shit out of that one. Um, And then I also retweeted recently on Twitter.com this video of this caption that basically says something like when you are Boombia dancing or something. Oh, when you're listening to Boombia. And then it's this guy that's, um, you know, just bumping. Oh, yeah. And doing that seawalk. Also, did you see Snoop Dogg Seawalk on the star? He got his star. I'm so That's happy. so fun. Uncle Snoop. Shout out to old Snoopy Snoop. All right. So last episode, we got the election results. That's our meme mood. Thank you, meme mood. Good job, meme mood. Um, last episode, we got the election results. That's me, the little Pikachu. I got a high-res version of it, though. Cause... I saw it. So I had to get the high risk. I saw an inappropriate one. <gasps> um, That's the okay. best one. Let's edit, be edit. <laughs> Jesus. Of course, Pat would be inappropriate. Shocker. She just said she's inappropriate. It wasn't even inappropriate. Um. All right. Third try. Last episode, we got the election results. And we saw some good things. And we had the... Ooh. Okay. Um, we had the incredible Jody voice Yellowfish with us. I'm so glad she came onto the Colores Radio and really enlighten us on just a portion of the issues Native people face. I really loved learning what she did um, with DISD and the mascots. Did you know about that? I didn't. Um, I remember she had mentioned to me some of the work that they had done with that, but I didn't realize it was all all mascots. Yeah, like I thought that was dope. I was like, oh, shit, really we need to do that yeah. in Grand Prairie. Um, but I, I really think it's important... Um, <clears throat> as a reminder to for us to honor and celebrate native people always especially during this time of year especially with the holiday that just passed by the time we you hear this um and and remember what this this holiday really means um what are we celebrating like to me i don't know how you feel rafa but like i don't 
think about it in the historical context like if it's a day to be grateful i get that but it's for me like a day to honor native people and like not at all consider any of the pilgrim bullshit <clears throat> so i call it a lot of different things hell day um mm. tisha uh, is known uh, put me on to calling it thanks taking but definitely like uh, going beyond the idea that you know this country came to be through a harmonious gathering right um which is bullshit right but um obviously re re-examining everything that that we've been fed and trying to have a level of understanding where we try to move forward the best way possible and uh, really acknowledging where we're at, what we're doing, and where we're going. You know, letting people know that we can't just trample over the indigenous um, and really honor. That is the American way, but we don't have to continue being right. that way. Right. Um, I think we can get into it a little bit more later, but I'm really trying hard to keep this episode under an hour. I'm really going to try, you guys. Like, I'm trying so hard. Um. So we can jump into the juice, el juguito, the jugo. Are y'all ready? Um, I'm trying to make okay, this Okay, you're episode. taking up time. <laughs> this is the juice where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news, etc. So everyone has heard about the caravan. Yes. And I just want to say, I could go off for a long ass time, but we're trying to keep this episode short. True. But I am so fucking glad as a Mexican that we are showing our fucking ass because this is who we've been since the beginning. This is who Mexico really is. Yeah. We try to act like, oh, poor me. Oh, no, bitch. We're just as xenophobic. We're just as racist. We're just as terrible as America, if not worse, because it's more embarrassing and fucking pathetic that we're treating people like this. The Tijuana mayor wearing a fucking make Mexico great again or whatever. Make Tijuana great again. Fuck you for that. All the fucking Mexicans and people I know on Instagram or Facebook or whoever. I haven't seen much of it, but I know it's there. That are condemning and and shitting on these people that are looking to just get away the same way lots of our ancestors or our parents or our families, our uncles, whoever did to get to this country. Y'all gonna talk shit to them? You're trash. I don't give a fuck if they said anything about beans. Let them talk about them beans if they want to. You don't need to say that. The way that we are as a people are so nationalistic and so trash for that shit that I'm glad we're exposing ourselves. Does it suck? Kind of. Yeah, I get it. But honestly, no. Like, if that's who we really are, the same way I say about America, show your ass. I want to see it. That's who you really are. And if you have shit coming to you, go for it. Because we deserve that. We're not all this poor, innocent country that America just shit on if we're doing the same thing to Central Americans. And this has happened forever. But now we're finally seeing it. And a lot of people are shitting on them right away. Like, no problem. Like, they didn't cross the same border. Yeah, that's that colonized mindset. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, that is so sad. So get on to your family. Argue with them, too. They ain't gonna do nothing to you. If you really want to make a difference in this world, start with those small conversations with the anti-blackness in our families, with the anti-Central American sentiments we have, all that shit. That's all of it. That's the work we need to be doing. If you want to do any work, 
from this podcast go do that start there start at your own house clean up our own mess because this is fucking ridiculous these people are trying to survive shout out to the queer people that were the first people on the border and they were showing beautiful videos of them getting married and shit and then i hear this and i'm like ha 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 like i knew this was there but ugh, what you got preach <laughs> it's it's so like to me it's honestly it's comical because like i didn't i think as mexicans like we don't realize a lot of that because we're so like in our own heads like oh you know we right. heard about our parents struggling and this and that and like i get that i feel that that doesn't take away from those experiences right but we cannot deny what our country is look right. at all the fucking presidents they've had yeah like come on this is not when, yeah. this is not new it's not and it just makes me there's definitely a a feeling of pride there's a, a different sense of pride to me mm-hmm. when when we talk about you know like my mexican identity versus my american identity so i identify with with both of them but you know i have family and uncles my brother was mexican and there was a pride associated with mexico but when something like this happens it's just like how are you so confused about what it is to be what it means to be just a decent human being that you've detached yourself from just being a good person. It, it's it's American as fuck. Right. You're not you're not an American, bro. Mm-hmm. Like this make Tijuana great again shit. You're modeling that after this trash ass American slogan. Yeah. That makes no sense. And it's and aligning yourself with whiteness, in my opinion, because yes, that's what you see as greater. That's than. what I'm saying. It's that colonized mindset. Yeah, for you're sure. trying to be a part of something that you will never be accepted to because of the fact that you you seek something you seek some kind of validation but it's like bruh just be be happy be proud of who you are and it doesn't cost you anything it's actually counterproductive to your own development to be this like this this ignorant and proud person when it's a whole lot easier to just be kind to someone and to just really help someone out right so as we're speaking of dumb colonized minds, I wanted to jump to fucking Paul Rodriguez, which if you remember the him, fuck he was a an Garbage original ass. Latin king of comedy. And again, he I was a like Latin king. He was a stop. Be careful. Oh, my God. Um, he was an OG Latin king of comedy. And I don't want to speak much on this because these kind of people don't deserve a lot of our our time. But I'm glad he outed himself as a Trump supporter because I think this is very um telling of what we discussed last episode which was the high election rates for latinos and conservatives Mm -hmm. and so this is the kind of shit i need to see and i also want to say from this to me i think a new movement can be made Mm -hmm. because these are old chicano male minds Mm -hmm. and like to me even george lopez all the fluffy and i'm not trying to just shit on these guys but they are so old thinking to me Mm -hmm. there's nothing new and innovative there right but because we have so few representation, we hold them up so highly. And like we're in 2018. And if you're not thinking forward, I don't care to hear you. I'm sorry. Like, that's yeah. just how I feel. So I want to, as I jump into our next topic about a Latino who tried, but like still fell short for me with um, 
so basically fuck you paul rodriguez i don't give a fuck i haven't given you money in decades you really are irrelevant and like go ahead and support trump if you his want brother, his son was cute or whatever that's bad and I, his son? I own a few He's paul a rodriguez shoes. oh my god thanks the his curly son? hair beautiful guy i remember him wow yeah, he's, he's a pretty good skater rest in peace um <laughs> we're canceling all of sorry rip. the whole family's rip. canceled <laughs> I know, <rip>. rip. <laughs> anyways paul rodriguez you're say, a dumbass rip, rip rodriguez but i'm rodriguez so i can't say that <gasps> be careful oh my god um so john liguizamo <laughs> what animal did he wasn't he the voice of the ice age creature meerkat or something the little no, the, oh the, the meerkat was quiet right the little yeah. annoying little Squirrel, squirrel looking thing that's what a meerkat he's a pest oh my oh, god okay anyways john liguizamo's latino history for dummies i want to give a special shout out to latinos who lunch because i watched this i tried to watch this two times and i got maybe 20 minutes in and i wanted to like this i even remember tweeting like "Ooh, i'm excited <clears> to <throat> see this because again, my bitch ass is always looking for something to connect with. I remember hearing about when it was on Broadway. I don't know if you remember that. I did. It was like a big deal. Right. And he had done some documentaries with HBO a few years ago that were actually pretty good. He narrated the Latinos in the U.S. or something mm -hmm. that were like solid, right? Right. Very PBS, Ken Burns style documentaries. I enjoyed that. Gets the point across. So I'm thinking, like, he's advanced since then. He's not dumb old Romeo and Juliet hood dude anymore. <laughs> he's like, you know. I like that one. He's a, I know, but. The Claire Danes version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, where the guy's peeing in the background. Me and Pat rewinded that 20 times when we were kids. <laughs> we had a lot oh, of fun wow. as a we, child. That's when you're a Catholic kid and you're, like, trying to find what sexuality is really young. Um, So, um, what do you call it? So I had a little bit of hope for this and I had seen a couple people that I respect online say, oh my God, people need to watch this. And so that was very telling when as soon as I started watching, I felt super uncomfortable because I was like, wait, this don't sound right. And so quickly he becomes homophobic in a way. Absolutely homophobic, not in a way, absolutely a homophobic. Um, the history to me doesn't incorporate really any of the black history that is embedded in that and just like in the caribbean especially um the afro roots of it all it felt very odd to me that that was barely told from what i saw um and so it just made me sad because i was like between this and paul rodriguez i see how this latino history for dummies could mean something to people but if that's really where we are as a people in our history, we are fucking, we got so much more work to do. That's the fucked up part, right? Because we have very little to go to for us to be fed what we feel we're yearning for and right. needing. That when we do see it, we get overly excited. Exactly. And so we're we're very analytical. Like in, in this particular podcast, we're an analytical yes. about the things that are happening. But because it's so little and that's what we get, the masses in our community take it and use that right. as an empowerment to move their identity forward and it's right. like no we're missing right. the big picture there's so much that's not being told right like when he's trying like it's just i don't know i really couldn't get through it i really like and i i know i seem like i just criticize <clears throat> everything and i can't enjoy anything and i swear to god i'm just as problematic as the rest of us you can ask these two fools they've seen me enjoy stupid shit all the time but like this to me take us took us backwards and so then it made me process this as like 
why are we investing in these old dudes still even in the latino community like why is this who we're lifting up why is this who's netflix giving a big old special and big advertisements to why is this it why can't we invest in latinx and get some people out here that are making a difference do you know how many of us podcasters are fucking changing the world literally like i don't mean to sound silly like even if it's to a hundred listeners we we're so much more of an accepting progressive community but we're still uplifting these same old fucking dudes and like one woman cristela that's it that's all we got we can't invest in younger people with great ideas that are moving us forward you're telling me none of us deserve that shit yeah that's so what it says. I want to start a new hashtag podcast or whatever. Not podcast. I'm drunk. Hashtag. <laughs> I don't know if it exists, but I think we need to invest in Latinx. Yeah. Truly we invest do. in that forward. Move that forward. Yes. Because this is getting old and our fucking culture needs that. This migrant caravan shows us that, that we are not forward thinking. That we become colonized here because we're trying to assimilate and it's sad. So stop investing in these old Latino dudes that are not moving our people forward. They're keeping us in the exact same place. And I know he tried. I know he had good intentions, but that didn't do it for me. And if you walk out of that Latino history for dummies and you think that's it, you gain something, I'm sure. Because he provides you with some information a lot of us have not heard, myself included. But... The way he does it is not right. And we shouldn't have to offend people every other second or making demean people in order to make something funny. Not in 2018, sis. Maybe in 1999 we were doing that. But we need to move forward. And if you can't be funny without offending people, you ain't that funny to me. That's just my thoughts. So invest in Latinx. Let's move forward. That's what I want to see from our fucking people. So, all right, now I can kind of move to some brighter news, maybe. 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 Um, Let's go with this quick Dallas news. Rafa, will you give us the facts around this situation happening the, with the Office of Cultural Affairs here in Dallas? Sure. So just a quick disclaimer. I'm the manager here of the Oak Cliff Cultural Center, <laughs> which is a division of the city of Dallas's Office of Cultural Affairs. Wow. So just for the record, um... But there was a, so we, the cultural center here, we're a a publicly funded facility. Mm -hmm. The Office of Cultural Affairs funds over 20 cultural facilities. Um, There's four cultural centers. We also operate the Moody Performance Hall, the Meyerson Symphony Center. We provide support to a variety of other buildings, organizations. We do grant programming. We provide funding for a lot of people. Um... And so one of those places is the Dallas Heritage Village. And Which is like a performing arts center? No. What is it? It's uh, it's what it sounds like. It's a heritage village of Dallas. Like it's all it's I mean just it's just an area. It's kind of like an area. I don't area. mean to sound like a dumbass. I genuinely don't. Is that okay. the one that looks like a little prairie? No. Sort of. So it's it's over there off of Harwood, like headed toward in, in on the outskirts of downtown. Okay. Okay. But I, I'm so what I'm going to say is, and I don't want to say ignorance on the topic because that right. sounds bad, but your questions bring up a good point because... I literally am exactly. a new, not employee of Dallas, but a new resident. Right, right, right. But 
um, it's one of those places that like schools go to like, you know, take kids on a field trip and they go, they stop at the general store for some rock candy and learn a little bit of history and things mm. like that. So, um, I but went to it when I was little. yeah, so the Heritage Village receives <laughs> uh, funding support from the city of Dallas. And so they have to present, you know, things like a vision, um, programming ideas, what they have in in store for the future. And uh, there's a cultural affairs commission allocations panel that reviews these presentations. So there's a lot of organizations that go and say, hey, look, um, this is the funding that we've received in the past. This is what we're looking to receive in the future. This is what we have in store. Um, you know, we uh, we kindly ask that we receive the same support or more or an increase or whatever from the city. And so the panel goes through the presentation, scores it, and based on that information, they make a recommendation. Um, so this year's presentation from the Dallas Heritage Village wasn't very, like people weren't excited about it on the panel. It didn't, it seemed, it didn't seem strong at all. They had received 170000 prior, damn. I believe. And so um, based on their presentation, I think they were going to end up receiving 107000 So that's a big cut. Um, and then um, Deputy Mayor Pro Tem Adam Medrano requested that they receive an additional amount of like thirty six or 37000 37000 That's the number I kept seeing on Facebook. Um, you know, for, for support that they needed. Um, he received the votes needed to make that happen. But people in the artist community in Dallas were upset because that 37000 was going to come from the grant programs that the Office of Cultural Affairs also oversees that's been providing grants to artists and organizations. So that 37000 was going to come out of that pool of money and then go to the Heritage Village um for the support that they needed. Did they really need it though? I mean, that that so that's what the big question is. Right. And so people were upset, artists with reason. Right. And and you know, it's understandable. Um people protested that and weren't happy and um there was a lot of artists and, and people that were shout out to Giovanni and yeah, different and people involved. People that weren't happy that went to the Cultural Affairs Commission meeting, but uh at that meeting, uh a rep from the Dallas Heritage Village said, you know, this has been resolved. We're not going to take the money. Girl. <laughs> um, thank you for the facts because I obviously kind of follow this via social media. Um, but I also am fairly not fair, like super new, but like I'm still pretty new. And so I always appreciate people sharing with me because they want me to like know about it. And I want to know about it. And I typically do. But like the obvious thing is always... To stand with the artists and and to side with the community that's actually uplifting Dallas in a way that people know and care about and not giving these old dogs old money. And that's what I think gets really frustrating to a lot of people. And from what I can tell um, with the Office of Cultural Affairs is that this is not new bullshit. Um, and that's, you know, coming from a little podcast that, you know, gets some help from them and things. But I think that that's telling right that that makes us we want to work with these with these 
groups but at the same time it's like when you constantly see that they're doing their tricks and that for the old dogs it's like really how much do you really care to help the artists in your community that need it especially in a city like dallas which i don't know if y'all know the whole reason one of the biggest reasons this podcast was started was to put our city on because there's so much damn talent here so we need to feed that talent and and support that talent not shoo it away because we don't want to give it our damn money and we're giving it to a bunch of the old dogs. And I think that's what's important to really like see or, or try to read between the lines, because even as a, a you know, as a city institution, as a city department, um, as as an artist or as an organization, like all of these different angles that are involved with this particular situation, it's always important to be very critical of where we are. So, you know, they they it was understood that they didn't have a very strong presentation. So, you know, if, if we're able to be critical in a constructive way that right. says, yo, what, what you're asking for and what's being given to you is not sitting well with some people that are actually doing a lot of work and have, you know, giving, given everything that they have right now to just be sustainable. Um, it should really make you reevaluate the things that you're doing to try to, you know, better yourself and, and, and make sure that you don't run into this again, because, you know, what if this did happen now you do get the support? What does that mean for the next year? Does that mean that, you know, you shape up or you ship out? And then that's a reflection of the city because Mm -hmm. the city is still supporting you. Yep. And then they're still providing some support. And so it's a really difficult position for the city to be in for this organization. And then obviously the artists, um, have this responsibility to, to make sure that they're sustainable, but uh, it comes at a high price because they have to be very vocal when it comes to, you know, understanding all of the little things that, that are going on. So um, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, it's a, it's a tough thing to navigate, but uh, I think it's definitely one that's helping our city become better. And and it's necessary. We need to talk about this. We need to advance it. And that's why I think criti- criticism and having a critical eye is so beautiful. So now I can jump to the actual what I consider great news or fun news. Um, this is a maybe about a week or two old, but I thought it was really beautiful. There was a large monument that was unveiled um, in New Orleans of the people that helped rebuild it. I don't know. Did you see that? So it is um, most of the workers who helped rebuild we're Latinos, so a local doctor helped commission a bronze and marble statue as tribute, thanking the Latin American workers for reviving the city in its time of need. So I thought it was super dope, super sweet, um, and it's really cool because you don't see that shit often and like, we out here. So shout out to New Orleans, shout out to that doctor. We need to plan a trip to NOLA. I'm down. I'm Same. so down. I've never been. I want to go. I've never been either. Um, but it's yo. You've been like three times. Oh my god, thanks. Can I we love have a girls' there. trip? Bye. I mean, you can come. Oh, okay. Um, being called a girl is an honor. Thank oh. you. Zara Baller Brand Squirrels Trip. Squirrels Trip. <laughs> Should we go for my birthday? Mm. I ain't Such trying a to Capricorn. die. Anyways, you can find the uh, statue at Crescent Park near the Piety Entrance. I hope I said that right. All right. So, Rafa, I want to give you this next topic. 
because we should have talked about it a few weeks ago, but I thought this was exciting for the city of Dallas. One Yella Beezy's album el, came out. El Yella Beezy. El Amarillo Beezy. Amarillo? Yeah. I don't know. Amarillo? No. <laughs> I was trying to make it yellow, but it wasn't working. Um, He's had an interesting past few weeks. He has. Why? Delayed, delayed his album. Why? Because he was shot. Like nine, ten times? How many times was it? He was shot at more than that, but I think he was only hit three or four times. Boom. Um, he was dodging them. Yeah. But he uh, he was fine. He he, thanked, he made it out alive. He made it out alive. Shout out, bro. He was on the breakfast Downtown club. Downtown was with a, even yellow one yeah. day or two or three. He was he was on the breakfast club with a with an arm brace and like band <laughs> bandages all over across his body and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Uh, Is it the new album or a song? Am I tripping? It's a new album. Okay, that's what I thought. Ain't going back. He just released a song. Twenty songs deep. I mean, if he just released know, an it, album, sis, he released well, he, he just released 20 songs. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying like a song had released that they were like promoting that was like this featured single or whatever. Okay. That's the probably... remix that has like T.I., 2 Chains. Kevin Gates. Yeah. The album has T.I. and Kevin Gates and Lil Baby. Oh, God. Wah, wah, wah. Baby, Lil Baby. Best line. Best line in that whole song. Yes. Um, I love rap. Anyway, it's just cool to see someone from Dallas who reps Dallas, who reps. Proud. Yeah, he's got that OC. He was at the Breakfast Club with that OC chain around his Boy. neck, prominent. Ooh. Um, but yeah, this. I mean, if you've been living under a rock and haven't heard that's on me, uh, that's do yourself a favorite. favor. That's my jam. Even though we missed it at on the yeah, <laughs> we did. It's fine. It's fine. We're not going to. Well, yet again, you have missed one yet of your again. favorite artists. I literally I made up happened. for him missing someone with those tickets. And, and then we walked admit, in. He was on the stage when we were walking yeah, in. Yeah, because Callie brought him out. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I did see like a, a clip from an Instagram post that's someone. Just as good. It's not like we could have yeah. seen that well yeah. from our seats. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's uh. crying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> shout out to you, Yellow PZ, because we're always excited when a Dallas... <laughs> anybody makes it and they rep dallas especially uh maybe one day we can have them on the show maybe that would be fun that would be fun we can make him play a game we sure we, we sure can he's good with the he's boys with trap boy freddy and we got people just linked up trap boy freddy so. sure shout out to you trap boy freddy yeah you All know right. Trap Boy Freddy. I do? Yes. We saw him at Last Call. He's rocking a big Mexico chain. Bruh, that doesn't mean I know him. I mean, not... You know Anyways, who I'm talking... Anyways, hi, you know Trap Boy Freddy. About. Can I borrow your chain? I want to show off my nationalism <laughs> one time. Um, okay. And even better news, Takashi 69 <laughs> has gotten arrested. Thank you, at God. This is my Thanksgiving wish. I am so grateful. This motherfucker is a whole mess. And I know my little Mexicanitos are so sad, but we're going to be okay. We can do without pedophiles in the rap industry, okay? Is that the ugly Skittle guy? Yes. Do you think the judge that gave him probation previously and didn't sentence him to jail did that because he knew that he had federal charges? Some bigger things coming? Yeah. I mean, maybe... He said the dumbest thing possible. What did yeah. he say, Rafa? That, yeah. Yeah, he said, my whole squad's full of killers. I'm a killer, too. Like, why would you say that? He said He's that on his song? Yeah. 
I don't know if he said it in a song or if he, he said did. it to it someone. Oh, okay. See, I don't even know his music. Yeah. Um. So Nicki Minaj, you and your boy, just not Minaj. looking. Wasn't she trying to support him too? Girl, they made a whole song, even though it's I know. But, I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Like she like openly like defended him after the song. Yes, released. absolutely. That's why she made that song because she knew she would get some clout from it because True. she hasn't been looking that good lately. Ooh, been rough for La Mickey. Real rough. Um, I find this to be great news. I'm very thrilled about it. I know he's young and dumb, but that's not an excuse to be who you are. You know, let the American justice system work. Because it does it so well. Didn't it say something about 20-something years? That's what I read. It's a 32 minimum. 35 minimum to to life in prison. Okay. Yeah, I see it updated. Which I always find that so funny because, like, you can't get him on pedophilia. Right. But you got him on this. It feels like OJ-ish where it's like, we're not going to get you on the murder. (laughs) We'll get you on the weapons. I don't know funny stuff racketeering is what he's getting caught on and i had to google that yesterday because i was like you googled racketeering yeah i was like this word i swear to god you can look it up me and ari were like what's racketeering yeah oh jesus christ (laughs) um rafa's over here showing us memes and distracting me um so have fun in jail takashi or what did i see online teriyaki 69 we'll see you later bud i don't know if you saw this um actually man okay so i'm gonna just say this real quick Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I don't want her to wear herself out too quickly. True. And I'm not saying it's her fault. But girl, I love how beautiful and relatable you're being. Because that's who you are. But sis, be mindful of your own mental health, of your being. I know you're strong and brilliant. But these people are having fun trying you, girl. They're going to try you every way they can. You got 7K in the bank. You're being real relatable to us regular ass citizens or United States people, anybody really, not just Americans. Like we're not used to seeing someone similar to us. So I admire you for that. But I, I don't know. In my opinion, if you try to argue every battle they come at you with, whether it's a jacket or what you're wearing or them mocking you or even Sarah Palin trying to hop on your ass, like, I don't know if it's worth every argument. I don't know. That's my opinion. I mean, that was a nice jacket, though. It, w- it was like that's so stupid <laughs> it's kidding, i know but it's saying it's so funny to me though that they like want to come at her every direction and like after a while like it's not worth it yeah. to me it's not um so shout out to her for being strong even though like after they were all elected they were very quick to be like we didn't mean that abolish ice thing and i was like really bitches for real <laughs> um anyways keep thriving and then finally um I don't know if you saw this, Rafa, the hot Cheeto turkey. Uh, I did. I wasn't that bothered by it. I kind of want to try it. I want to so try it too. Wants to invite me Everybody so, was shitting on it, but I was like, that might be good. Here's a hot take. Oh, what about some hot? With some cheese? Cheese, boy, <laughs> that would be so good. I love hot Cheetos and cheese. What's your hot take? Let's go. Hot take? Oh my God, thanks. Is that your only hot take? Yeah, that was Okay, it. well, <laughs> anyways, I didn't hate that. I was into it. I kind of want to try it. Should we have it at our live show? Hot Cheeto. <gasps> what we but was that only at a specific tea? place or like how do you get it? You crunch you it up and cr- put it on, girl. Crumble it up. No, but <laughs> was it just the recipe that they had to bake it? I, I don't think, think it's so. that I don't hard think they're to be, just... I don't think they're oh, selling okay. a hot Cheeto turkey. Oh, okay. yeah. that would be good. If you want my hot so? Cheeto turkey live at the live show, let I like me know. For, hot Cheeto strips? Tenders? Like... <gasps> Yang down. Bruh, my bowel movements will hate me. Ooh, with some cheese sauce. Ew, yeah. 
Oh my god. Anyways, I did not hate the hot Cheeto turkey. Um, I also hope that everyone is not going crazy on Black Friday because it ain't worth it. It's also scary how Black Friday seems to be overpowering like the whole holiday. Yeah. Which is fine because fuck Thanksgiving, right? Thanks taking. Thanks taking. I like that. Hell Thank day, you. Yeah. But like, damn, like Black Friday starts on like Tuesday now. Like it started yeah. right now. You should be shopping. This is our Black Friday episode. Oh, my God. It is our Black Friday episode. Yeah. Shout out. But also that means you should shop black businesses. Oh, my God. Thanks. Yeah, I ain't down, though. And then Saturday is Small Business Saturday. So if you really want to thrive, you can support small businesses on Saturday, which I will be doing. But I'm really trying to get a room bus. So I want to clean my floors. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> all right. I think that's all I have. Anybody have anything else? No. Beautiful. Um. All right. So now it is time for. Actually, that wraps it up for us on the juice, the jugito, and now ah. it's officially time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they're funny on this little cute self care corner. Seasonal depression. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it is time for. Self care corner. Sang it. Thank you so much. I am an icon. <laughs> Basically, Mariah Carey, but whatever. <laughs> Maria Carey. Maria Carey. Um, she released a new album. What y'all right? got for self care corner? Yeah, she did release an album, and people say it bops. Pat, Rafi. Oh, was I supposed to answer? Nah, I was just asking you. <laughs> Yes, I wasn't trying to be mean. Sorry, everybody. Ugh, you're mean to yeah. Pat. Could be a bully. She's my sister. Y'all don't. Y'all aren't like this with y'all siblings. Um, I put seasonal depression because I realized when you were talking to me about it that I partially do, in fact, suffer from it every holiday season. Hashtag retweet. So I, just I was gave just her a like high five for seasonal depression. Yes, like I didn't realize it until I talked about it to Eva and she asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday and New Year's and I was like, I just want to be alone. And I was like, oh. That sounds fun. I do get sad sometimes. It's okay. Thanks um, for sharing. So yeah, I just want to remind people, to it was kind of cool because like my friends checked up on me and hang like y'all checked up. Y'all were like, are you okay? And I was like, oh wait, maybe this is this is why this happens every year and it's okay, so yeah rafi do you have any do you what do you do to help yourself feel better because like i'm glad you're bringing up seasonal um, depression because i didn't think i, I had like, it but I, I, mean, I think i kind of do i mean what i've been doing i think i've told y'all is i'm trying not to be on social media as much and trying to focus more on reading and that also includes me be being on netflix too because before mm. i would get on netflix a lot or try to watch something before i go to bed and now i'm making sure i'm just putting technology aside and reading instead uh, sorry to interrupt is that is that part of the reason you didn't like my tweet that went viral a couple oh, of days ago? Oh my God, he's drunk. He's so drunk. Don't listen. I had a tweet that went he's viral. He's literally I'm so sorry. drunk I got right 34 now. likes on there. I don't know. I don't really... I haven't been on Twitter it, a lot. Okay. That's... No, that's... <laughs> Are you okay? No, you, I'm fine. Is this your self-care? Is this your self-care? Dealing with that shine is difficult. Like, like, I'm not seasonally... I'm like... It's like a seasonal recession for me right now. Shit. So it's I not like, like it. an all out depression, huh? Because I didn't I'm like it. I'm not seasonally depressed. I'm lifetime depressed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Correction. I just didn't know that was a thing, y'all. Okay. I didn't realize Oh, I'm I was not trying to mock it. you. No, I'm no, no, just... no, no. Yeah, no, no. That's not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not poking fun at that. I'm just saying, uh, like, 
I, I was bringing up the whole thing as a joke, but no. in hopes that you would understand that, you know, <laughs> we, we, we care about you. I helped you with that tweet just that. for the record. But um, yes, I think seasonal depression is obviously very real and some people don't realize it. And a lot of people don't realize, uh, <clears throat> like some people feel connected to the sun and like so whenever it's going down earlier like you get sad faster because you don't even realize the sun's not out as long and so like it brings out like that energy for a lot of people and like i said it last episode i don't know why but i've still been kind of like obviously when you're an anxious person you're anxious all the time but there's like an extra ounce of anxious where you're just like existential as fuck i don't know if you feel that way but i'm like questioning everything times 10 right and so like i hate that feeling and so then obviously when i get super anxious it makes me want to get super depressed and like da 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 da. it's like a never-ending cycle but um i was glad to hear feedback about when i talked about getting my therapist and i'm really focused on what healing and i've talked about this on here as well what healing looks like so like with your seasonal depression or with whatever you're going through or like seasonal recession seasonal recession yes um 2008 was a rough year um what 2009 okay anyways recession um why are you going back 10 years because the recession because i'm old as fuck reagan era jesus dude you act like we're like super far apart in age we are drag yourselves i mean i don't care i'm proud of my age okay why are you dragging me wow dragon um anyways so what does healing (laughs) look like what are you doing to heal? Like, Pat, do you feel like you're healing with reading? Are you trying to heal? Or are you just, like, escapism um, Healing with I think healies. I'm healing with that. I'm also, like... Um, healing with healing. I'm trying to think. How I'm, I, I'm not it? trying to put you on the spot. I'm just, like, genuinely questioning, like, how do we heal ourselves yeah. and the people that are so I know, damaged? I know I've been making sure to also... Um, if I just don't feel like doing something, not to force myself to... Just because it, it, it'll a, make just because I think it'll make me happy, I'm not gonna make myself do it. Mm-hmm. It's very important during the holiday season too, because mm, like exactly. I think a lot of really us look stressful. forward to like you know spending time with people that you love, but at the same time, it's like no, Tia, I don't want to talk to you about why I don't have a fucking girlfriend. <laughs> Tell her to you know listen I mean? to the date. Podcast. <laughs> listen to the fucking date podcast. Y luego te digo tu pinche dieta que la luego luego. Stop, Nutri Life. I mean, I feel that though. I'm no, nah, but I'm saying like even it's in family difficult. outings, like family yeah. holiday time, I. I love my I family. Lo- yes. I'm stressed but I out can't. about Same. Thanksgiving right now. I can't do three days of like seeing my family when I have like this little short Same. break from work. I'm like, I want to stay home. Yeah. And let's go to your house, Tia, and bash you and not have <laughs> you bring the kids over. Pinche huerquillos jugando con they Reptar probably, like he's the, a yeah, fucking say, toy. They're probably chasing Reptar and treating him Pobre like Pobre Reptar over there fucking traumatized. I got, under the I got you, Reti. I got you. Reti. Ugh. Man, this is a like, yeah. Are you okay, sis? She just he just went in on you, okay? Yeah, I love you. But everybody, pero like, fuck you. Pero, pero, pero. But what we're trying to get at is everybody don't force yourself to do something you don't want to do. Take care of yourself during the holiday season. But really think about what does healing look like for you? Because I'm I've been trying to process that for myself. Right. Like it's easy for me to say self care corner. Take care of yourself. Get see a therapist. And that's and that's difficult too. Reality is what. Because, it, because healing doesn't mean doing something that feels good to at you at all because feeling good could feed an addictive kind of Fakeness. habit that you have yeah and it could make ultimately make things worse mm-hmm. so really understand and that's difficult to do and a lot of people can't do that on their own i can't do that on my own right and so understanding like the the differences between feeling better 
and actually feeling healthier mm. in the sense of like that emotional intelligence that you need to learn. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, like if if I don't want to deal with that, watching Netflix for me might feel good, mm -hmm. but that might not be the most productive right. thing for my well being. Right. So, and we're all guilty of that. And yeah. and so I want to stress that. Um, and I wanted to, I brought it up a little bit prior <clears throat> as well, is that like, again, I know I say a lot of things, but that doesn't mean I'm not, I'm perfect in any way when I'm telling you all these things or like that I don't listen to this song of this rapper who was recently outed as abusive, <clears throat> Sheck West, that I learned recently. And I'm sad mm. because I really like that fucking song. So... Like we are these humans that are flawed and beautiful and complex and all this and that. So really sit with yourself and take care of yourself in whatever way that means. And I, I really hope to bring on some form of a healer soon so we can really dissect what that means. Yeah. So that is our super long self-care corner. Upcoming Decolotis events. Woo. I know how to read. You do. <laughs> Um, so we have some events listed that already happened, They're right? Recaps. Oh, recaps. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had a little too much. It's fine. So we were recently on the date podcast. Shout out to Emma and Zork. Yay. They're really cool. Yo, they, it was super dope. We had a some charcuterie board. We had a charcuterie board. We got hot Cheetos and we think we're fancy over here. But no, they had... Este Spanish uh, Yeah, yo, it was on point. Y'all gonna some have to brie, put me on for some real. Crackers, some brie, yeah, they some playing. like tomato basil cheese. Yeah, it was really good. Wine. We had some wine, um, but they're really dope. They're really cool, um, and they have you know they have a really cool setup in terms of the the types of topics that they delve into. Mm -hmm, so it's really cool to for for me personally to like go outside of my comfort zone. And, Same. Uh, yeah. I do not share that information <laughs> with people unless we're best friends. Yeah, it was kind of wild, but it was really cool. Uh, we, I, I know, I had a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, we can, you know, go back and chill with them at some point in time in the near future. But if you haven't listened, please make sure you check them out at Date Podcast. D A T E P O D C A S T. Go listen to our episode. It was um, fun. Yeah, the episode we were on, and it's funny. We were sitting there talking, and we we had the vibe from the very beginning. We were like, "This is gonna go on for a long time." Uh huh. And so towards the end, they were saying, "Yeah, this is the longest we've." And ever... I was like, "Why do we do this to everybody?" Speaking <laughs> of which, I'm trying to keep this under an hour, so let's keep going. Yes, um, young leaders, strong city. You were student. right about the leaders, though. It's multiple. I was. Leaders. Young, Young Leaders, leaders strong, strong City. We had a workshop there this weekend, and I think it went great. What did you think? That was your first time being a part of it. No. No. On, on, well, in, no, 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 you're right. In, in terms <gasps> of twist. giving a workshop. Yes. Um, I've done workshops like that before. And okay, professional bench, I got you. You trying to make fun of me because I'm old as fuck? Yes, that's clearly what I was going for. Obviously. Since all my friends aren't y'all's age, but okay. <laughs> no it was cool um because i had been there and i was there last year when you were on a panel yes i felt supported thank yeah, you yeah and so it was really cool um man it's always dope to see like the youth come out and really be interested in finding a way to make themselves like to arm themselves with more of what they're looking for um and i and and you know it goes back to me saying this and i think i, I don't know when i said this but i was like it makes me feel happy and I, I, 
you know, have hope and I don't lose faith. I, I regain the faith in, you know, the future generations because I feel like our future's in good hands. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was really cool to, to talk to some of the students, talk to some of the young people there, and then like reconnect with some of the people that we've worked with in the past. And Absolutely. Um, yeah, and kind of like sort of this coming together somebody made a joke Come about the together. latinx caucus yes <laughs> which is really we can dope post that picture later yeah but it, it's really cool to see to reflect on what we're doing and then with the people that we're working with on where we kind of collectively see you know our our uh, future generations moving forward but it was really dope shout out to sarah mercuria amber sims jerry hawkins you know the whole robbie robbie the, the yls the whole team it was super dope that experience for all the young people out there like Stay up on it. Figure figure out what's going Do on. Do something them. with all that knowledge and power you gained, yeah. and recognize how much power you have in yourself. That was a big theme within our workshop. Yeah. Um. And it was really beautiful to connect with them through hip hop and all this and that because we get so excited. Yeah. And you know that's kind of although the... I will say uh -oh. when I acknowledged <laughs> the the fact that Jay Z is the greatest rapper alive. The whole room went crazy. They were mad. And they somebody, were, they did, you thought I was bad. Yes. The youth they were is terrible. Even worse. And so I was and so shout out to the one lady in the back who was like mom to the one of the right. kids. She was like, I think he is the greatest. She's like, right. Nah, he right. But I was and what no, but what made me upset with that was like, Well, who do y'all think the best rapper alive is? And they were saying like Some Ice dumb Cube. Shit. Yeah, that was weird. That was And then weird. one of them said logic and I was logic, like, You're lost. Bye. And then somebody else said Takashi, and I was like, you're making yeah, jokes. Yeah, somebody really so. said he, he was laughing yeah, after, so I don't think he, he meant was. it. But I was still like, ooh, then y'all really need to listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We're grateful to be there and, and you know, good times. So finally, we can officially announce we have our final big event of the year, the upcoming The Colores Radio live show. Y'all have been asking me for this for months and I wanted to make it happen. We wanted to make it happen. And we have some exciting people who are on board. Yeah. So now we can officially announce that our very favorite vegan pop-up shop is going to be there. Electric Kitchen will be with us. Woo! Right for the nachos, the lotes, the tacos. I went up to went up to them because uh -huh. I was trying to get some food, but they were all sold out. And um, they were like, "We have a little bit of elote left." And I was like, "All right, go hook me up." And so they hooked me up, and I almost fell over because that shit was so good. It's so good. I, I was at their really house, good. and they made me some, and I was like, I'm uh, "Must blessed. be nice. Must be nice." Okay, well, you can talk to them and build a friendship and go to their house. Um, anyways, wow, this got violent. Um, <laughs> we can also announce one more of our guests, who is a delightful musician, one of my favorite rappers in Dallas. You want to spill it? Spill the spill tea. Spill it. Ochenta ocho, eighty-eight killer. Hey, he will be with us. Yeah, his live shows are dope. So if you haven't seen him, you need to come come check him out. Like, what more could you want? Can it get any better than this? Some good vegan food. You know, we're going to have drinks because it's us. And then you're going to just pay a simple five dollar fee, which we never charge us. So I'm not trying to feel that bad, but we'll have our merch. We'll have stickers. We'll all be here. It'll be a great time. And you should come out to the Colores Radio Live December 14th. Likely to start at 7 p.m. The flyer will be out by the time you hear this. So yay. Our brown business of the week. I want to just 
throwback at what I just said, which was go support black and brown businesses. It is Black Friday, technically, I believe, when you're hearing this, and Small Business Saturday is tomorrow. And even if it's neither one of those days, you should be supporting these people all the time. Um, I want to have a stapled place where y'all can find all the businesses we've done. I am working on that currently because I know I've been asked that, but it's so, so, so important. And we actually had this conversation with the kids on Saturday, which I thought was really dope, was kind of reminding them of why it's so important to invest in our community because we are the ones that keep people of color businesses alive. So do it, thrive on it, run with it, support these people when we live in a capitalist society that wants us to fail. Okay. All right. So then now we can do who you got with the Coco. I'm going to need y'all to make it fast because uh, I got real close to that hour. Wow. Oh, she nasty. Go, Pat. I'm nasty. No, I was talking about myself. <laughs> okay. Fine. I was like, what did I do? So um, my friend Steven recently put me on this artist named Harmless. They just released a new EP. It's called um, Adonde Te Vas. Um, it's just, I've been probably listening to it since he told me to listen to it. It's a very nice like bedroom pop. Got the saxophone going. He's got like some nice little synths, which always make me happy. Bedroom pop? Yes. That's the thing. You should I didn't, check it yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't. I feel like, you did I feel not like just say that. That is an actual bedroom like, pop. I just I was looking at my phone, <laughs> and what? she really said that. Bedroom that is, pop. yeah. Listen to it. It's not like shoegaze. <laughs> like, where do they get these? these because things? look, listen. Literally, you're gonna listen so to I'm the saxophone. Like, you're gonna toilet, listen to that saxophone. Toilet, toilet like, like shitter like, synth <laughs> indie. Ew. <laughs> That's Mac DeMarco. <laughs> Honestly. Gary's gonna be mad at y'all. No, so but he even Mac would be like, "Yeah, you right, <laughs> this shitter synth." <laughs> anyway, but he's actually originally from um, Mexico City. Now he's based in um, L.A. The musician, I can't think of his name right now, the lead singer for Harmless, but it's really good. I highly recommend it. Um, since we're um, cutting mm. things short, I will just Ding. recommend one. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Additional thing that I'm currently reading, one of my coworkers' friends who is an illustrator told me about their girlfriend's um, short story that they did for Puerto Rico Strong, um, which if y'all aren't familiar with it, I don't I don't know how many of y'all actually listen, read comic books, but um, it's actually a compilation. It's an anthology um, supporting Puerto Rico disaster relief and recovery, so all the purchases do go to help them. It's to help the Puerto Rico Early Childhood Relief Program. To help the, like, children and families affected by the hurricane. Mm -hmm. And um, my friend Alexis, wow, I can't open a book. Alexis Soto wrote, Librarian probs. <laughs> wrote a short story in the book, and it's actually really beautiful. Like, I read it, took me just a minute to read this um, short story from it, and it was really captivating, and it, like, stole my heart. Um, highly recommend to check it out. A bunch of all the authors on the or the writers in the book are all um, Latinx, Puerto Rican storytellers very dope so yeah check it out raffi uh we're over time so i don't have a who you got go listen to 88 killer get ready for our live show oh my you can have some time we did really well and yeah. i think you started that early started what early your timer but it's fine we did good i'm this is our shortest episode to date is it yes i'm like pretty sure we did a de cocotazo before those don't count okay. they count as episodes but they're not like full episodes um, then yeah, then my who you got uh, this really dope MC from Fort Worth. Wow! He's been doing <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. 
I like 88. I do too. I just I bought one of his so, shirts. They're so And so cool. you should listen to his music. And I know he's been cooking up a lot of stuff. So one of my favorite like local MCs uh, is this dude named Crumb. He used to go by Play-Doh. Like Victor Crumb from Harry Potter? Sure. Oh my God, are you slithering? No, stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you um, Crumb, aka Play-Doh, uh, super dope MC, but him and 88 Killer linked up on some Ooh. music. So make sure you peep that. And I know 88's been in the kitchen cooking, so y'all stay tuned. Stir fry? Uh, yeah. All right. Very much. Um, I actually want to announce, if I may, this is probably not the time to do it. And I should have talked with my team first, but I kind of mentioned it before. That I want to cover Dallas music <clears throat> next. That's what I want my next theme to be. Are y'all into that? I mean, sure. Not we just Dallas, DFW. We okay. both love yeah. local music. I mean, why not? Okay, I'm I mean, gonna keep going because y'all have why so much positive so energy sad? right now. <laughs> Anyways, my who you got? I have 15 of them because I want to follow my sister's footsteps. And yes, she's older than me. Um, I'm gonna start with Hip Hop Evolution because it's so fun. Did you watch watch some of it? Like I asked you to. I did not. Okay, you hate me. It's fine. I watched uh, 10 the, minutes of it. Thank you, Pat. The new season of Narcos came out. Narcos. And Diego Luna's in it. It's Mexico. True. Even though, Diego, I feel good or done a lot better, but... Like, acting-wise? Yeah. Damn. I had Yeah, like, Dang. I looked up to him, and then now I'm like, mm. Now you look down on him? I don't look... Ding. I don't look down on him, but I'm like, bruh, come on. It looks like... You got the He's script. Tired. Is it because he like did Star Wars and he got the yeah, things he got literally. the big money that he just oh, was He's like, not I don't putting put that effort hard in it. Netflix. Uh, and your mother as I well. I need that Disney money. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, hip hop evolution is really great. If you're any kind of, even if you're not a big old hip hop head, I think knowing the story of this is really important and really fucking dope. And getting to visualize these people that I've heard of for so long or read about is really, really, really dope. And kind of hearing the story from their mouth directly is really amazing. So I recommend that. I have not completed it because I'm one of those people that likes to take my time and not finish things immediately. Um, so I recommend that. I've also been listening to Snow Allegra. And the reason I heard Snow about the her... Allegra? It. No, this is what Rafa's gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this person in like four months. He's gonna have the same who you got, and then the be like, oh, I love this song, sober, uh, and I'm gonna be like, yeah. I had that one five months ago. Uh, Anyways, one she time has it happened. Can you not yell at me? I'm very sensitive. It's I'm not said yelling it to, at you. We've her and I've done it too. That's why she's. Anyways, so this song with Vince Staples, Pat's fave. Yeah. Who's that? I, okay. Um, it's called the only rapper I listened to. This was the first song I heard. It was called Nothing Burns Like the Cold from her album Feels. And I've been in my feels lately. So I was like, ooh, this is fun. And I need y'all to listen. It's really great. And cool. I'll uh, add it to my Kiwi. Um, anyways, she's great. And then also shout out to Frank Ocean for unlocking his Instagram for us regular folks. I was looking at it for a long time to look at because all those old pictures. It's like art. Yeah. It's I was literally just like art. looking at his posts. And, and like, I adore him always and forever. So check those things out. And that's our who you got with the Coco. That wraps it up for us here at De Colores Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast which you can now find on Spotify and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a 
Darn review. <laughs> oh my god, Dix. Oh my god, Dix. Now I'm scared. Like, actually, go in there and write it up for us. I literally see when one is added, and I check once a week. So you can go to iTunes and just put your little stars and put what you feel about us. And we go and cry and read it and love it. Um, we'd love to keep growing. So please share it with everyone you know, <clears throat> people you think could grow with us, like your Tia that Rafa has problems with, and. You know, she probably should listen to this and learn from it with us. Um, let us know what your favorite part was. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. Come out to our live event December 14th happening here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. If you didn't guess that already. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin. Rafa at Exile. And Pat at pat.aragine on Instagram, maybe, I think, still, Tahin Mommy. I don't know who you are anymore. Our theme song <laughs> is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Same retweet. Our audio editor is Rafael Tamayo. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content. More importantly, a platform for your voices to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. I promise I'm going to have a website one day. I swear to God. Thank you so much again for listening and join us again next time for The Colores Radio. The Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio.